Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and the lowest effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. My, 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 my. (laughs) (laughs) Never has the statement, well, you never know what's going to happen between a Thursday and a Tuesday. (laughs) Oh, well, so let's just, just keep it simple. Maybe there's callers. Let's take the there's caller. There's definitely a request in the chat room. Let's do that. Let's do um, that first. Raven had, um, had asked about discuss. getting yes. a uh, card today yes. for um, okay. Courtney's angelversary. Oh, my God. How perfect. How perfect. That is a priority. All right. Let me load it up. Stand by, please. Okay, it's loading. Okay, so uh, yes, I love that request. I am ready when you guys are. So just type in the word pick, please, Raven, and here we go with the music. Here we go. Yep. Interesting. Double-digit number. Marguerite is 44. Ah. Nice. Angels. Yep. Okay. Here is the message inspired and selected by Courtney. Acknowledge all miracles from the simple to the profound. As a witness to this expansion, emerges your participation in life's mysteries. That's mm-hmm. the, the uh, multidimensional experience, multiple realms, the outer planes, the inner planes, taking an airplane. Okay. Acknowledge mm-hmm. all miracles from the simple to the profound. As a witness to this expansion emerges your participation in life's Mysteries, four four. What a beautiful message! Well, oh, and I love the yes. double digit being it just being one number four. So, mm. the four, as we know, is our foundation, and it's it's the form everything takes. So there's a, there's the structure to it, there's a form to it, um, and however it is built is. Is uh, that's however strong it can support whatever else you're going to build on top of it because you're usually not done. Usually it's like, oh, here's my basic outline, but this is also what I want to have. So we have two fours. Um, we are talking about not only the plan, but also the manifestation of those plans um, because it ends up being an eight, as you know. So this is about uh, – of course, the words to becoming our form and functionality. So it's not just, oh, here's this idea. And obviously you have an idea to do something, to build something. But then when you start doing it and, you're, and, you, and you build it, as you build it, you usually make some tweaks along the way. The bigger picture, which is really what an eight is looking at, like the, uh, the manifested reality of it, um, you know, and how it, how it looks, how it feels, how it serves its purpose. And, you know, depending on what you were thinking of in the beginning, a lot of times our plans um, start off on a certain trajectory. And then when you see what else it can do, you see it in its totality from all directions, from all sides. You see the magnitude of its possibility. Uh, so when we're looking at from the from the from where the messages are, like these signs uh, that we get, it it can seem like, oh, like, uh, you know, we talk about manifesting a parking spot or a cup of coffee, you know, and it's just like, oh, it's just, that's just a little thing. That's a good sign for me. I, I know I can do it, but, but uh, you can, you can apply that 
to anything. The possibility is in what you've just done because it's the process, which is also a four term. The process is the same uh, to create a cup of coffee or to create uh, a very successful business, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's like uh, the acorn oak tree situation. Right, right, right. So, mm-hmm. um, I like that, especially for, for Courtney's angelversary, because she she is on the other side. And she yep. sees the things. She's aware of how all that stuff works. She's she's experiencing. She's she is she is part of source now. So, yeah, mm, that's so beautiful. You know, she knows how that works. And beautiful that that these are the reminders. Like we get those reminders from Lois. You know, we yep. we get those reminders that there's so much more that is beyond the world of form. But that's how we're going to have to, that's how we're going to understand it because we are in form. So a lot of things that come to form come from somewhere else. Mm. (laughs) They're they're not in form. Possibilities. Right. right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's always working, but our awareness of it and our understanding of what we think we see uh, only comes in bits and pieces, you know. And and it's therefore it's 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 designed that way. Um, it's what we can handle in the moment, and the more right. we stretch ourselves to to believe that there is more to it, then the more we'll see. You know, the more we'll understand what we are seeing, and we'll see more. Um, I guess sometimes people say, I'll, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. And, and usually the way it really works is you've just got to see it. Um, and, and, and then, you know, you just, you'll, you'll, the more you see, the more you'll believe. But then the more you believe, the more you'll see. Yes. Um, you have to have Preach. the belief first. Yes. So, Amen. Great says, beautiful effect. Beautiful message. Thank you. Yes. Well, you know, that's a beautiful energy that is working through um, to this side. So, exactly. So, beautiful message. Um, thank you for picking it. And uh, I mean, listen, I think, is this anniversary number 11? That's what I'm guessing. Mm. That I don't know. I'll wait for her to type I in. I think it, yeah. Yeah, I think it's eleven. Um, because we were doing we were doing the show when all this mm-hmm. transpired. I'm pretty sure it's eleven. She said yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well we love you so much and um beautiful energies when Courtney comes in. So uh yeah. we really appreciate that. Oh my goodness. So, um, anybody else in the queue or in the chat? Anything? Else, any other business? It's all you. Jump in. It's all you. Well, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. Because you know, I like to sort of hem and haw a little bit. So we're gonna. Oh just, my god. Um, <laughs> I like to hem and. You, you hem know, and I got haw. some crazy stuff to talk about. If I'm hemming and hawing. <laughs> That's gonna be the name of our new show, the Hem and Haw Show. Hee haw haw. Right, the Hem and Haw Honeys. The Hee Haw Honeys. The Hem and Haw Honeys. Hee Haw Honeys. Ah. <laughs> oh my God! No, honey, we're gonna take our honey. We're gonna take our time. We'll see if anything, any I have scandalous things to talk about. So we're gonna just see if I, how long I can keep it under wraps. Oh my God! Um, enough for real. Like you, you're you're gonna be like, no, Lucy. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what you do now? <laughs> So we're going to just put that over there. So uh, last show, uh, we were waiting to find out if your aunt made it safe and soundly to the Philippines. She was in transit. Yes. So, yay, that's wonderful. Yeah, she's fine, as far as I can tell. Um, Good. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're 
you know, going out, eating a bunch of food, they're seeing relatives, Fabulous. that type of thing. Yeah, nice. they must be so happy. I think so, yeah. I'm sure she's a little jet lagged. She she was like that the last time. Uh, you oh, know, sure. Just, I think it just takes it takes a lot out of you to travel that far to you know twenty twenty three twenty four hours of travel. Yeah, um, that's a lot for anybody. So it just takes a lot to it. Like it takes you two weeks to adjust, and she's going to return in you know in three weeks. So. Um, and then she's going to do it start all over again and, when she's stateside. And then adjust here. Yeah, yeah. Um, why I definitely recommend a cruise. <laughs> yes, because you don't get the jet lag, right? Cruising, you get a little bit of jet lag to fly wherever you know wherever you're flying to to get there, you know, closer. Singapore, like right. Singapore, but nothing like a couple of days right. in Singapore to you know get you back on track. Such good food. Sober you up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think it. I think it just gets a little harder. Now you can take these little. Um, uh, Tablets, um, uh, it's for jet lag. It's produced. I want to say it's produced in like New Zealand. Um, okay. I found them online uh, at on Amazon, and you can take. You're supposed to take them like every however many hours you travel. You it's like this little tiny pill, um, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to help you adjust. As you go through the different time zones, it's supposed to help you adjust with your jet lag so that you're not down for the count. Um, but there are also little tricks that, as you you know, when you travel, uh, some friends of mine were telling me you know to set your clock to set your clock to the to the place where you're going to be, so that you oh. can go ahead and like go ahead and like sleep when it's time to sleep there. Oh. Um, so even if like you know the plane is doing it's whatever it's doing because you know the plane will shut down it'll like move all your windows down or the, you know that type of thing so that you're you're simulating darkness and all that stuff um, right but yeah uh, a friend of mine said to do that because uh, her partner is is uh, Australian so when they visit home right they they have to do all those things and she's like it makes a huge difference. To have um, to get your body tricked into thinking it's time to to be awake, and you do what you need to do, right. or it's time to sleep, so you can take advantage of that downtime on the plane because it is such a long flight, right? Um, or a couple right. of flights, right? So, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. There's little things you can do, and I I just threw out my 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 little uh, uh, jet lag, you know anti-jet lag pills because they are expired. Um, did you find but, that they help? Yeah, and I think it's you because tell. I was, but I, I think it helped for me because I was aware of, like the intention was to, to not be jet lagged and to be aware right. of how I was treating my body. Um, you know, I would set a little alarm just to make sure I took my, my um, the pill like every couple right. of hours or four hours or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I think it, for me, I think it helped. Um, but also, I'm traveling with my parents, and it's like we, we kind of have that that pack mentality when we travel. Like, oh, you're gonna take a nap? Right. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm gonna take a nap too. We would all take naps. Oh, that's um, good. But that's I, good. But I wouldn't sleep as long. Um, right. Like, like I feel like my dad can it has set his body to do what it needs to do at any time zone. Right. Um, and I think I'm Amazing. midway. You know, I'm kind of can do that too, to, to a certain extent. And then my mom is like, I'm just used to sleeping at night (laughs) or I'm used to sleeping like, uh, all day and waking up at night. So, but when she has to take a nap, like she naps for a long time because her body, her, I think her, I think her rhythm is really out of whack because she's so used Mm. to staying up watching TV and then she'll go to sleep. Um, and then take a really long nap in the the afternoon. So, but it makes her stay up late. So she has her own cycle to deal with. But um, yeah, I feel like those, the just the the process, the, yeah, the process of having to you know be aware of taking it every every so often um, makes you think. Okay, and I'll check the time for like Singapore for flying to Singapore. I'll check the time for uh-huh. that, and I'll be like, okay, you know. So 
I need to go ahead and, and act as if I'm going to go to sleep for the night. Right. Um, yeah. Intention. Yeah, I like yeah, it. it. It's pretty wild. It's, it's, it works. It works. I mean, like I said, uh, that was the last major trip we took was to, to Singapore to, to get the ship there. Um, and then we, that was we, the beginning of COVID, right? Like right before that was COVID, like, like that was at the very end of 2019. Wow. Yeah. And I remember you guys were starting with the mask and everything, not because it was COVID yet, but we knew things were happening and you were yeah. in Asia. So obviously. Yeah. yeah. Every time, uh, at some point traveling in all those different countries, you know, when you go to different countries, they have they have their own protocols for um, handling uh, cruise ship passengers. And, oh. and, you know, sometimes it's like if you arrive in the airport, that type of thing, they have their I, I don't know. I've, I've always done a cruise ship there. So, um, but sometimes you'll get, they'll get port authority officials coming on board and, and um, they'll take temperature te- uh, tests with everybody, right, like, right, right. like the whole right. ship would have to go through and just like wow. walk past, and they'll just do a scan to make sure you're not running a fever. Um, the people. That's what they were doing, and we're like, I'm like, well, this is interesting because you know because we just had never really traveled extensively in Asia. This is our first time really doing that, wow. and uh-huh. it was starting to become more of a, a trend. Like the closer we got to China, oh. Uh, that was sort of what everyone was sort of doing. All the all the different countries were like, okay, we got to test to make sure no one has a fever, any you know any symptoms because if they are, they're not going to get off the ship. Um, and then uh, then of course in China, everyone everyone's been wearing masks anyway. Um, right. And if we were if we were told we needed to wear a mask like on their on their buses or shuttles or whatever. For the excursions than we would, I guess. Um, you know, and my dad had the foresight to just bring masks. Um, oh, how smart! Just in case, because he doesn't, and he's the one that usually doesn't wear them, but he did bring them just in case. <laughs> like, right. Okay. Um, so we we did what we had to do. We had masks definitely uh-huh. on the way back because we were all feeling. Um, well, by that point, by the time we flew back. We had already been to the Philippines, and we got whatever crud my cousins had who flew over from the States. <laughs> she, you know, one of them I know flew over, and, and she ended up getting – like we all kind of had the same symptoms she had, um, like respiratory wow. stuff. So by that point, we, we were doing it. We were wearing masks because we were just recovering <laughs> we were recovering from just feeling bad, but every one of that, at those airports were just—they were all wearing masks. And, wow. uh, yeah. And traveling while you're sick makes you sicker, for sure. Yes, of course. A petri dish. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, you know, I haven't figured out how to how to overcome. I think every time. In the last couple of trips, when we've flown back from, like, you know, a, an Asian country or Australia, like I've I've gotten sick, either it's usually right before I have to get on the plane. I've gotten something that's, oh, that's like, oh, not good. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. So that it's a long flight back, and then and then it's it just takes a little bit of recovery time <laughs> when you get sure. back, um, in addition to the jet lag. So, I if I could take a cruise like around the world and get some, you know hop back on, go oh I'm in New York oh that's where I'm gonna get off here or, or I'm gonna get off here in Fort Lauderdale, uh, that would be awesome. But haven't done that yet. <laughs> it's like I'll be gone for three months. Sorry. Sorry, bye. <laughs> yeah, remember the good old days when before COVID and you know when you and your parents would just go for. Oh my God! Yeah, weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, it, how everything has changed. Yeah, I um I caught up with my friend Sona, our friend Sona. Oh, in, in I remember her. She is she does she still live in New York? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Um, 
so it was good. She had uh, she had taken a, a some trips. And I'm so glad for her because she was able to to finally go to Europe, and oh, she took nice. like a, a a Viking river cruise. Um, so she really treated herself, and she said she said she really enjoyed it. But then she also said that there wasn't a lot to do on the mm-hmm. ship because she she had been on other like cruise like ocean liners before as well. And these river cruises, she said, they take care of you very, very well. They, they have a lot, you know, they just, she, I think she was recovering from some knee injuries. So uh, she appreciated the the staff and, just, you know, they, they just made sure she was okay. But she said there really wasn't a lot to do in terms of entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. Like they have a piano bar, but there's not like a, they don't have a, a whole troupe that's going to perform or Right. Know, it was on a main stage. So I thought that was interesting. She's like, yeah, if we ever go, you have to bring, like, games and stuff like that. You have to, you know, like, bring some card games and, uh, you know, you have to entertain yourself. But most people, after dinner, they're just going to hang out, listen to some music at the, the piano bar, and then probably turn in. Um, like, right. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's it's that's that's a very low-key. She said, yeah, your parents will probably love it. I said, I don't know. My parents are kind of used to having, you know, something show to yeah like a comedian something yeah if you know. anything you could stay at home and do nothing hello <laughs> right yeah give me give me a stand-up yeah right give right. me a stand-up give me give me a jazz trio give me something well and for as, yeah, for as of those huh? uh as for as expensive as as river cruises are i was just yeah, surprised i mean i imagine expensive. it's top quality food and all that yeah, rich people cruise yeah right right so mm-hmm. well, I don't know. We'll see. I'll talk to my parents about it because they, they were looking at one just, just to get out, just to do something. Um, but even they were like, man, these are really, this is really expensive. Um, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll tell, I'll tell you. Got to bring a deck of cards. I'm going to bring my Monopoly. I don't know. I'll bring it. <laughs> Solitaire. Something. Go, right. go fish. Go fish. Who right. knows? Um, Uno, so right. What a sex with uh, card game, Old Maid. I'm sure they I'm sure that's, they don't make that anymore. <laughs> Remember Old Maid? I've never played Old Maid, I don't think. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's, sex, it's very sexist. It's like, oh, you're the Old Maid. I'm, I'm probably back there. She's probably 45. <laughs> you, know what uh, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Like, not old. Hello. <laughs> How things have changed in the uh, feminist movement. The eradication of the Old Maid card game. <laughs> yeah, the 2023 edition is going to have my picture on it. No, it will oh. not. Oh, no, 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 no. So have no, we no, eased no, no, into no. what you want to talk about? Oh, cool. Are you ready? Are you ready? You ready? I, let me take another ready? sip, but yeah, go ahead. Let me take a take sip, a sip of my, take my, a sip. my lime water. Taking a sip of my ginger tea. Okay. So we do the show Thursday. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just to uh, slightly uh, recap, the uh, person I was seeing, I had not seen them since um, New Year's Day, still haven't. And uh, long story short, in the subcases that we had, he finally realized that things were just way intense, way too fast. Excuse me, I've been saying that a long hello. <laughs> I said I want to be in the slow lane, not the fast lane. But does anybody listen to me? No. But the lesson for me is that stand your ground. I did not. Also, uh, what I have learned is because this person has experienced so much trauma in their life, that I found myself in accommodation mode. Mm -hmm. And as someone who is just, you know, very sensitive, very empathetic, and also very aware of accommodation, um, I'm an alley for performers with disabilities. My documentary is about that. Like, I'm just wired to for accommodation and for understanding, maybe seeing what uh, the average person who's unfamiliar would not see. It's just I've been wired like so. Um, I said to, I kind of felt like this person pulling back. And, of course, I pick up on all the energies. And um, I did Thursday show on no sleep. 
because we spoke Wednesday night and the way that it was left is like, figure out what you want to do and I'm going to just do my thing and you'll just let me know. Mm-hmm. So that was the call Wednesday. And then before Thursday's show, I texted to say, um, I have nothing but respect. I know that you are trustworthy. Um, to have felt the same way, but did not have the uh, language to articulate. And uh, we're cool because I know that you're coming from a place of respect and integrity, something like that. Hmm. Have not heard anything, and that's fine. So then we are at Friday. Friday, I had to take three hours to make sure my checking account was not hacked. Oh, Yes, so be, yes, and thank goodness it pays to be psychic and intuitive. Um, Long story short, I got a notification from PayPal about an unauthorized charge, which was, I could see it on the account, but the email from PayPal was a fake email. So these hackers are really smart, and I had to call oh. this number, and, and it ended up I ended up speaking to somebody in India, and I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna steal, they're gonna rob me, they're gonna rob mm. me, and I had to change passwords and remove credit. Like if you have uh, credit cards linked to your Amazon account, please get rid of them mm. because they're going in that way. Okay, mm. or, cha- or or immediately, and I've been very lazy about changing passwords. Um, I changed all my passwords mm. for any of my online stuff, and I just got rid of any credit card that wasn't necessary um, that was parked online for a particular merchant. So that was fun, and that, that shook me to my core. And so that happened Friday, and I, again, being intuitive, I'm like, this is, uh, this, we're done, me and this guy. And it wasn't like, oh, my God, I don't like you anymore. No, it was more like I felt the energy. I felt mm-hmm. the energy. And I'm like, that. okay, okay, I can weather the storm. So I deal with uh, three hours of making sure that my checking account is not get scrubbed clean. Terrifying, terrifying. That was, that really shook me up. And then my kids were having a Cain and Abel moment. Oh, so, gosh. I, so I led into, and I'm like, okay, fabulous, wonderful, great, love it. And that spilled into the next day, Saturday. Well, the offshoot is that everything is more stable, but my older son realizes, um, you know, for himself and for other reasons that he needs to start taking steps toward moving out and everything getting his place. And he, look, he's 20 feet, just turned 24. We get it, whatever, whatever. I'm glad that the household is so chill that it's not like, I hate my household. I hate my family life. It's more, I have to do this because as a young man, I need to experience this as opposed to like Mm -hmm. for me growing up, like get me out. (laughs) (laughs) So very, I had to escape very different for him. So stable, stabilized with the kids, had to get up at like 6 o'clock in the morning on Saturday to make sure that my younger son, who's an athlete, uh, he's on the varsity wrestling team at school, uh, had a wrestling tournament. And a few hours later, I get a text from him, Mommy, I think I have a concussion. Here we go again. Oh, oh. yep, yep. Yep, yep. So because we went through this a year ago while my mother was dying and my mother had a medical emergency the same day he had his last concussion a year, exactly a year ago. So I was triggered but so relieved that my mom's gone. And I mean that in the most beautiful way because she was suffering Mm -hmm. that my mom's gone and this isn't my life a year ago, which was a nightmare. And thank goodness I'm still on my break from, um, the spring semester, which starts on Monday. Thank God I was not at work for any of these crazy things. So the wrestling coach's number in the phone from the last emergency. So I'm like, okay, what are we doing now? So the agreement was that he was going to escort him at the end of the tournament, which was far away, bring him to the city, and we would meet up at the urgent care. 
but that he's stable and he's benched. And uh, although he wears headgear, uh, he still had like a, a welt, of course, mm. um, on his forehead. Yay, because that's my crazy son. So that sobered me up real quick because between knowing that uh, this person came in so intense um, and is pulling back, which is fine, and knowing that my kids were having um, issues and I don't want them to I don't want them to end up being estranged. That will kill yeah. me because I'm estranged from my siblings. It will kill me. I'm estranged right. from my siblings. I do not want that for my kids. So so uh, being very uh, hyper aware and mindful of, of how important that is. And then we have this wrestling injury. And I just let myself grieve what has, is not an official breakup, but that I already, I already know because they, we know the energy. And I'm not going to pretend that I don't know energy the way that I know energy. Mm-hmm. So I just allowed myself the grace. I cried for three days. And I mm-hmm. said to myself, wow, you know, you really are an anthropologist because having been decades and really not having experience from my mid-20s to my mid-50s of um, – dating and exploration and all of that because I was married for so long and then shell-shocked from the first half of being divorced. So it's really just three years dating and exploring. I have yet to experience heartache. I'm like, this is heartache. Okay. Mm. Okay. And what's lovely about that, I mean, there was just a grace about the whole thing and I just knew, like, let me just have, like, this aerial perspective, not project onto this. It has nothing to do with him. This has to do with growth and growth is painful. So it actually moved me out of the fallout of having been involved with a sociopath for a year and a half. So that's mm-hmm. done. Okay, so yay. And then to really understand what heartache feels like. And I knew as much as I thought I was going to or what have you, I knew the most effective thing for me to do is to not do anything in terms of communication. Mm-hmm. And I'm so quick to accommodate, you know, and w- with a lot of people, they might want to wait because they, they don't want it on them for the other person to to do the dirty work. To right. say, okay, this is over. Yeah. Well, I thank goodness to talking to um, our listener, Tara, who's one of my best friends. I had a great talk with her, and she really talked me off the ledge. And yeah. I really knew this was about my growth. So I did not contact him and I, so now, so, so my son is fine. So what happened was the coach, um, hours later, I checked with the urgent care. They're closing because it was now after five o'clock and the coach said he's doing much, much better. Now I think he can go home on his own. I said, well, I can monitor him because if urgent care is closed, my alternative is to take him to the ER, and that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you feel that, he, that you know, that you, that, that you can um, take him back to school and from school he can come home, then I'm cool with that. Thank goodness it was, he was just got clocked on the head. He was fine. Thank God. So crisis averted, and the convers. So I've had multiple conversations with my girlfriend Tara, and then it led to the conversation uh, yesterday, where she really talked me off the ledge, and I realized, oh my God, I've just been accommodating because of all of this trauma that this person has gone through, and um, I had sent Elise a little video that explains that he had this experimental brain surgery because he couldn't mm-hmm. play the saxophone and now he can play again and he's still being monitored. There's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. So of course I'm going to immediately be wired to, to accommodate. But I realized, I actually realized this, this before the show this morning, I realized not once has he ever asked me what I needed. Mm-hmm. Not once. And I'm like, Oh, this is interesting with these men. Me 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 me. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm observing, and of course, I would have never even drawn that conclusion 
because I have so much respect, empathy, and compassion for who this person is, and I deem him a very good person. I really do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't have a bad thing. Don't have a bad thing to say. So, with the help of my badass friend uh, Tara, I said, "This is what I'm going to do." So, this is this morning. Uh, this was yesterday morning. <clears throat> I had um, because it was Martin Luther King Day. I was able to meet with my producing partner because he's off on his day job at Peacock, and I'm off at my day mm-hmm. job at NYU. So. <clears throat> we were able to uh, have a work session in person. So I'm getting ready for that. So I had things to do and I really allowed myself to grieve and just face it. Just face it. I am not hiding. I'm not projecting. I'm not, you know, I'm not blaming. I'm like, this is growth is painful. I understand. And I understand heartache. And I felt like an anthropologist. And I said to her, okay, well, I still have a few more Months on my dormant eHarmony, I'm going to dust off my profile. I'm going to put my pole back in the water because the options are hideous. It's like Ichapod, Crane, and the Crypt the, the Keeper. When you're over 50, it's, 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 no, it's terrifying. You know, or Frank, or, or Frank the accountant who, you know, can't wait to, I don't know, go fly fishing or play golf. So I, so I wasn't excited, but I'm like, you know what? Just like our survival people. I'm going to stick my pole. I'm going to stick my pole. Not even a, not even a chalk line, just one pole. Just one pole. Not even a net to try to, nope, just one pole. Okay. So now I'm with my producing partner, one of my best friends, Dennis. We're having the best time at this cafe in his neighborhood. And he lives in a really cool neighborhood in Queens called Astoria. It's very yeah. close to Manhattan. Yeah, that's where Sona used to live. There you go. So really, really cool. And I'm still not used to pre-COVID numbers of people back in New York City, like back in Manhattan where I live. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you not, are you not still, what, did you not leave from after like New Year's? Why are you still here? <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm just not, everybody's back. So happy to just get out of the, the neighborhood and, explore someplace really, really cool. All right. So now I don't have the app on my phone. I have it on my iPad because I'm not swiping and eHarmony doesn't, do, it's not swiping. It's very different. It's the closest thing to getting a matchmaker as opposed mm-hmm. to Tinder or Bumble. And I'm not on any of those apps at all. Mm-hmm. So we're having our meeting, but what happens is I'm not on the app, but you'll get an email from eHarmony. <laughs> And I got my first message, and I'm like, oh. Now, the picture is blurred when, when you don't have the app on your phone, but I could tell, like, even through the blurration, but, oh, this person, okay, this person looks like they could be attractive. Okay. This person's name is very similar. I'll just say the name. <laughs> okay. So the first person's name by birth, by birth, the first, the, the, um, it's over with, you know, two months, whatever, it wasn't even two months, that it's over with, his name is Joey, and it's not a diminutive that his mother named him Joey, mm-hmm. okay? This guy's name is Joseph. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this person is also a musician. Oh, gosh. This person, no, wait, wait for it. This person is also Italian. Oh, my gosh. But this, okay, but this person is a composer for film and television. Oh. Wow. Like, oh, oh, we're in the same field. Okay. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to have something to explore when I come home because I'm not going to go on my phone. It's not there. I don't want to. And the thing is, it's like still shell-shocked from Every, I'm still shell-shocked from sociopath because that shit happened in October. Hello, it's only January. A lot, ha- a lot has happened. Okay. So I go, who? I get on the app. I get on the, the website. And I take a look at his profile. I'm like, oh, he's attractive. He's interesting. Two PhDs. I'm like, 
oh my god this is smart this okay attractive whatever whatever and but on the profile it says I am at this point now that I'm ready to settle down and marry the love of my life. And I'm like, well, Dickie did not read my profile. Because. <laughs> <laughs> because. There's like these prompts. So never will I ever. So for, so on that prompt for me, you can pick your prompt. So he didn't have that. But I picked the prompt, never will I ever. And my response was, get married again. <laughs> now, I like that we're in the same industry. We're in the same profession. Same field right 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 so he sent me he sent me um a lovely message like oh we're in the same field um you know um hope you're doing well whatever whatever and i said yeah it's cool it's cool that we're in the same um industry i don't think you took a close look at my profile as although i am interested in a serious committed relationship i don't want to get married again. Mm-hmm. But I wish you the best on your search. So mm-hmm. I was messaging back as a colleague, actually, because I know how hard it is to do what he does. Right. Right. It's really hard. I, he went to Juilliard. Like, this guy is no joke. So then he messaged back. He goes, no, I saw that, but I'm still interested. I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, my. Oh my. So we were on the app messaging back and forth. And he said, um, based on my profile, it says, What's your idea of a perfect first? Because, you know, <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> learning about how to approach things differently as I'm navigating as an anthropologist and social scientist. So, <laughs> oh yes, I'm just, I got my lab coat on. And uh, we're going back and forth. He says, "I would really, I would, I would really love to meet you for uh, uh, coffee or talk." And I said, "Well, let's start with a call and see where that takes us." And he goes, "That's wonderful." Um, he said, um, "I'll go first. He gave the phone number. I gave my number, and I said. Uh, I'm getting too many creepy messages from too many guys right now. Can we get off the app? Now, what was nice is that compared to when I was first on um, eHarmony, when I met Joey, Mm -hmm. it was like the land of the hideous and terrifying. And (laughs) and, um, although I wasn't, these guys were not anything worth responding to, but the messages from people, and they were kind of creepy, and I'm like, and he's like, yeah, me too. And I could see, you know, I could see women hitting them up, you know, the guys hitting me up. We're like, let's get off of this thing. Mm-hmm. So he called me. From the second we start talking, and he's originally from, uh, oh, wait, he was born in Italy. This is so oh. funny. Me and the Italian, this is the third Italian in a row. Born in Italy, came to the U.S. at age five, um, Spent a lot of years, I guess, grew up in Chicago. I believe his father was a famous opera singer or something in that book. Okay. Something really interesting, very interesting pedigree, and then has been in New York, I think, for about 30 years. So he's a New Yorker. So Mm -hmm. we came in, like, just busting chops, you know. I'm like, so where are you from? I said, you're from New York? He said, I'm from Chicago. I said, Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) So so we're just coming in, and we're like, these apps, we can't stand them. These people are crazy what we just came in like we were just like like you know on the on the corner like in the deli like in the corner deli <laughs> just just we didn't I didn't care just came in came in the hot not hot like passionate but just hot like yeah and what do you have to say about it <laughs> <laughs> it was that conversation and then and then um I said toward the I, I guess toward the toward the end of it uh Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't toward the end of it. So we're having a great conversation. So maybe we're talking 20 minutes or whatever. I'm like, oh, this might be interesting. Okay. Look what happens when you do the work, right? And you don't project it to other people. This is crazy. So I said, do you have, are you on our iPhone? He said, yeah. I said, well, uh, do you want to FaceTime real quick? Because he's talking to, because he was so, um, 
I guess musicians, <clears throat> I'm learning this, I guess musicians like to come in hot because similar <laughs> to the other one, I'm like, this is what they do. I'm learning. Okay. okay maybe this is a musician thing. I don't know. Because he's like, your energy, oh, my God, you're so funny, like these other women. I'm like, okay, okay, hold on. Hold on now. <laughs> hold on. I said, I, I need to go on, I stay on the slow train. He goes, we can go on the milk train. I'm just talking about how cool I think you are. We can go every stop if you want. And I'm like, oh, thank you. He actually heard me. Because I said the thing, I said the kind of similar thing to, to Joey. And I'm like, I need to be on the local you know, but I switch, but I switched the express way too fast because I was accommodating and and submissive, and I I will own that. And I'm like, we learn our lessons. So I liked I like that he said that, and he's like, no, I'm just talking about how as a composer, and it's interesting because I got insight into like the musician composer space as a composer. Um, I, I know how to translate the feelings and to articulate them into language. I'm like, oh, because musical composition is a language. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. So I said, well, okay, he goes, yeah, let's FaceTime. So what's great, because for me, I wasn't going to be in sackcloth and sweatpants because I know it's <laughs> over with this other guy. No, I keep it cute always. So I was cute because I had my meeting with my producing partner. I still had the same outfit on, you know. I didn't even need to be like, okay, give me ten minutes, so I could like put on my Judy Jensen face. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> I didn't even have to do that. I'm like, let's FaceTime. And what was so lovely, oh, and I don't think this is like fake at all. I really don't. What was so lovely was his. I mean, he saw pictures of me, and he was like, you know, I have a great. Pro- I do have a fabulous profile, if I do say so myself. <laughs> I do. I have. A, I have a great profile. So the fact that he saw those pictures in his mind come to life, and I, and I do say I looked really good because I had come from looking good. <laughs> and he was, thank God, no sackcloth. He was, he was very kind and very expressive and just very passionate and very enthusiastic. And we, uh, we FaceTimed for um, like 20 minutes and then he was getting a call from a producer. And I'm like, I understand. <laughs> We're in the same world. And he loves that I get, get. He's like, can I call you back? I said, sure. So then we spoke one more time. And we are going on a date on Friday. Hey. <laughs> right. So what I decided to do with Joey, so that's Joseph. So what I decided to do with Joey, I'm not doing anything. And... On February 1st, like, if he reaches out to me, um, I will, you know, say my goodbyes. Um, because uh, Joseph already was concerned about what I needed. Which oh, wow. Joey, okay, he was already concerned with what I needed. And he's like, I want to know everything about you. How did you come to be this person today? I didn't get that from what's his name. No, he went from Joey to what's his name. I didn't get that from him. Okay. That's his name. Okay. <laughs> what's his name? I'm, like, I'm, real quick. I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. I told you past name was the same name as my ex-husband. I'm like, stop. oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Birthday <laughs> is the same birthday, but a year later. So he's a year younger than sociopath. Another character. Same birthday as sociopath. Who does? Who has the same birthday as sociopath? Joseph, the new one. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, okay, there's a lot. Okay. Okay. There's a lot going on. I told you. Yeah. This is yeah. why I wanted to talk about the cruises because I said, I had, I'm going to come in hot today. There's a lot. <laughs> so, so that was lovely. And then he texted me. Um, he said, look, play, he said, play this song. Um, on Spotify, and it was a piece by Chopin, and Chopin. he said, "Oh my God, I'm I, I I always have, but now I'm like really paying attention." Now, Joey, I'm not gonna say what to say. Now, Joey is a jazz saxophonist, not my favorite instrument, just mm-hmm. not the one. That I, but I've been noticing it, you know, when from my time with him, but the comparison 
to, to listen to the comparison and the, how I feel in my emotional body, listening to jazz sax, which isn't my milieu, and then listening to this beautiful, just piano. Oh. And he said, this is, this is what I define making love as or something like that. Oh, wow. And he, I, I, I looked it up. I played it four times in a row. <laughs> it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. I find him attractive. We are the same age, which mm-hmm. is great. He's in great shape. He also practices martial arts. Um, she's cool. And he lives in the story. So mother has wow. moved on. Yeah. Mother has, <laughs> yes. Isn't that crazy? Isn't I love that it. crazy? That's exciting. I know. It's exciting. No, it's good because I, I love my approach to not blame the guy. Or he didn't, he didn't do anything, meaning Joe. Yeah. He didn't do anything. Yeah. He taught me to regard myself. Because that's always been my Achilles heel, disregard. So being in the aftermath of that, um, I may never hear from him. So February 1st, it's in my calendar, February 1st, I'm going to send him a text message because I have a beautiful sweater at his place because he lives in a house, so it's very cold um, outside of uh, outside of the city. I'm going to send him my address. Please mail back my sweater. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for being part of the wake of my experience. And I'll tell you about that metaphor in a second. Um, I wish you a beautiful life. Send my sweater, my sweater back. That's February 1st if I don't hear from him. Because I likely may not because he just isn't mad enough to just talk to me to say this isn't working. I don't want to hear it. I don't care. Now, what was very interesting about Joey and I, we had the same uh, metaphor, symbolic metaphor of, and I might have talked about this on the show before, um, where we look at life as being at the back of the ship and watching the wake, seeing where we came from, our past, we're holding space for our past as we move forward, but we acknowledge what's in the wake of our experience. Mm. He, he has the same metaphor of like, instead of looking to see where you're going, we're seeing where we came from as we move forward. So it's very interesting that he and I have that same visual. So I found a stock image of a photograph of a wake from an, from an ocean liner, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying thank you for being in the wake of my experience because he will understand that. Um, please yeah. know my sweater. I wish you a beautiful life. And that's, that's, my, that's the draft in my head. It will drop February 1st or before if I hear from him. And then in the meantime, cause what Tara said to me that was so helpful She's like, why do you have to let him know that you're moving on? That's your ego. That's you mm-hmm. saying, that's you saying, I'm going to end it before you. That's ego. That doesn't, you know, and, 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 be, and before I dust off my profile at eHarmony, I said, if he, wanted, if he wanted to work things out, I would. I really like him. I said, I've cried for three days. I've never done this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was with sociopaths for a year and a half. I just shed a tear. Mm-hmm. I didn't even mm-hmm. cry this much in my divorce. I cried for other reasons, but not heartache. So I had to rediscover heartache. If I'm going to put myself out there in this life and collect experiences, which is all I'm interested in, between now and when I die, just collecting and curating experiences, it's part of it. And that's how I approached it. And when I met my friend Dennis yesterday, he's like, you look so, you look snatched. You look great. I said, do Aww. I look heartbroken? Do I look heartbroken? Do I look heartbroken? No, this is what I get over stuff real quick because I feel it. I don't run from it. I never have. I never have. You face it head on. There's a saying: the obstacle is the journey. So Mm. I move through. I move through the obstacle. The obstacle is the way to the you know through that. Yeah. So uh, that's my update in a nutshell. Goodness. I know, right? Uh, this show is gonna. Yes, he's cool though. I like him. Sounds he sounds really cool. Yeah, he's, he's really smart, really, really cool, really. And what I appreciate that I see more front and center than I did with Joey or anybody else because Joey 
you know, it's like every guy, I upgrade with every guy, which is, it's, it's almost like that star, that chart with Darwinism where you see like the ape and then it goes up to the guy standing like that. Like I'm not the, the guy that's almost standing all the way up the chart of evolution, <laughs> Cro-Magnon man, whatever. So each, each, each guy, each guy, it's been a level up, you know, even where this guy lives, it's more conducive. Joey lived far from me. You know, but he would always, but so that was sort of controlled by him and, and the car, which is lovely. But then, you know, I like to dip in and dip out, but I couldn't, you know, I had to introduce him to my son, Jeremiah, because I had told my Jeremiah, like, I'm spending the night, like, you know, I kind of wish I didn't introduce him. To, like, my kids have no idea, you know, mommy, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. I, they try to hack me. I, and meanwhile, oh, that's good. Meanwhile, I didn't tell them. I didn't tell them that it's over with Joey. I didn't say anything. I don't want to. Nope. Nope. So we're just going to keep all that under wraps. All that under wraps. Yeah, oh but it, but definitely in terms of personality and what I need emotionally, it was like nothing for this guy just to have that language. Articulate that. He goes, how I'm feeling and looking at you and your vibe and all of that, like, that's just passion, but I'm describing it this way, but it doesn't mean that that's, that I'm going to move this fast. Like I'm like, I said, I understand it intellectually now. Emotionally, I said, I have been betrayed. Talking about sociopath. I have been betrayed horribly, and then I have uh, moved too fast against my own better judgment only to be ghosted. Because since Joey didn't respond to my text on Thursday, we're just going to call it that. The more time mm-hmm. passes, the more this guy can't get it together to be mad enough to just say thank you, bye. So, and I love thank you, Tara, Tara, Tara. Thank you, thank you. So much more empowering to move on on my own. Right. Because what does right. he have to do with that? What do you have to do with my heartache? Nothing. I had to work through that myself. I had to understand the experience of heartache. There we have it. So that's the update. Goodness. And uh, but that's, yeah, that's so exciting. Friday, that's good. That's really good that's because no, I'm happy. I um I met up with one of my friends. Um, we haven't met him yet. My friend Monge, and um, Ooh, he was. We all had. Him. I think we all had dinner on Friday and. Um, and he was saying, oh, I've got a date tomorrow because he's on these apps. Yay! And, uh, and I was so excited for him, you know. And, and you know, we're so used to giving a hard time about all kinds of stuff. But I'm like, you know what? Uh, I said, well, are you excited? He said, yeah. I said, good. I said, that's all it's you fun. need to be. And, and he said, I, you know, we, we weren't going to give him a hard time. It was like because he's, no, he, he's out there. He's trying. You know, he's, he's putting himself out there. And Listen, I said, just have I, a good time. Dust yourself off. Yeah. 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 At least oh, I, so I, should give you a tuto- I should give you a tutorial. I'm telling you. I'm just on eHarmony. I'm not on any of these others where you swipe and do all of that like at the catalog. No. eHarmony is, e-harmony is for grown-ups, and it's an investment. Right. And, right. And, it's, and it runs completely differently than these other ones. And that's why it's the most expensive and the most highly rated. Well, that right. Being the most trustworthy one. And you still get crazy people and the crazy people. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I I couldn't believe I caught a fish so fast because I thought I'm gonna because it took me, be, uh, I was probably on eHarmony for over a month before I met Joey. I was I was like, oh this is gross. Oh this is oof. This is I'm glad I just did it for six months because this is depressing. Um, so it's very interesting. It's it's a gamble. It's a risk. And you know what? You take you take risks in this life. Um, that's how we grow and that's how we learn. So on that note, good for Marge. Yeah, and good for you. And good for yeah, you. And, and I know not? we had a, a caller with a hand raised, but we'll have to catch oh, that on sorry. Thursday. I, no, because you, 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 you would ask early on about all that. So, uh, you know, I know you needed your space and time to, to give us an update on, on the latest. And, you know, it's been since last Tuesday, so there's a lot happening. Um, Hello. But if you have a chance, right. call us back on Thursday early, and call us, uh, call us and back we'll on get Thursday. into it. Yeah, absolutely, we will. Sorry about that call; I didn't know. But um, 
this is why I check with Elisa, anybody in the queue, any callers, whatever. And at the time when I started, there wasn't. So, And that's how it works on the show. So if any of you um, would like to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail.com. And we are scheduled to back on the air this coming Thursday at a, at oops, sorry at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Please take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you too. Bye.